Hello, and welcome back to the Landscape Nerd Podcast. It is 2024, and we are nerdier than ever. At least that's how it feels. <laughs> I took a very long break from recording and editing because I needed it. The end of 2023 was a lot, but it was also wonderful. I learned how to rest a little bit more. I learned how to connect with people better so that way the show is just greater and is more useful and more educational because that's what we are all about here. If you are new to the podcast, welcome! We talk about outdoor spaces and how they impact us in our everyday lives. We talk about the stories behind them, the experiences people have, how are they getting built, why, all of that. Because it's important that we know how the spaces we live in, right, the settings to our lives, <laughs> how they get created. Because you could have a say in that, and I think you should. And if you're like, okay, that's great, but who are you and why should I care? Perfect. My name is Macy Nelson. I am the host of the show. <laughs> I am a super nerd about landscape architecture and people. I'm a big people person. Also, I am a very proud neurodivergent autistic woman of color who is excited to have a platform in this design space. That doesn't happen very often. I am also really passionate about having a platform. It's something that I definitely, ugh, it took such a long time for me to accept and understand and it felt like so much pressure and it, it kind of is a lot of pressure, but it's always better when you have some help. Because it's hard to say, oh, I want everyone to learn about this really cool thing and not have a space where you are welcoming people to learn about the cool thing. Um, also, I really want to emphasize providing access of information and, and access in general. Accessibility is a really important topic to me. And I understand now how having a public platform gives me an opportunity to promote that in a way that was not accessible to me even, you know, five years ago. And on top of that, I can't really share the information that I have if people don't know who I am, right? So there's so much that goes into trying to create a educational space that I was unaware of. And the help that I got was super significant and I'm excited to talk about it. Which brings us to the topic of today's episode, which is public relations. The places that landscape designers and architects create don't necessarily get the same kind of recognition as other disciplines like architecture. I think it means that there might be a communication issue, not necessarily a work or value issue. I know that our, our work is important, and I think a lot of people would know if they had access to what we did. And that is what public relation experts do, or like today's guest, who is a publicist. And she's able to assist with understanding the most impactful and most influential pieces of our work and how that can be amplified and shared with the greater public and the public audience out there, the people who walk in our spaces every day. So a quick bit of background of our guest and then also what they do. Our guest, like many people in the world, did not know what landscape architecture was, not like as a discipline, maybe witnessed it as, you know, walking through these spaces. But once the curtain was lifted, she didn't want to leave. And that is such a huge compliment <laughs> because I feel like a lot of us can relate, right? 
But if you had told me who would be an ideal candidate to be like a fan of landscape architecture, you would probably think a gardener or someone who's another designer in a, in, in a different discipline like fashion or even video games or maybe you think there's someone who's involved with public works that that would make a lot of sense but if I said a publicist fell in love with landscape architecture I'm not sure that's what you would have thought of but hey it's happening and it's working and I'm really excited for her to explain more about what she does. So let's take a quick moment to define public relations. Okay, so the Public Relations Society of America Incorporated states that public relations is a strategic communication process that builds mutually beneficial relationships between organizations and their publics. And a publicist is someone whose job it is to provide information about a person, product, or an organization. It's important for us to distinguish between those responsibilities and that of marketing or sales because PR focuses on creating a positive image for the company or the individual or the organization while marketing is focused on the selling of products or services. With our guest, I've personally worked with her for almost two years and the work she does is incredible. It's it's an unconventional combination, but her work has helped me understand how to highlight the most important and impactful pieces of landscape and myself. And I know that sounds pretty sappy, but she is a big part of the reason I have the courage and the confidence to speak to you today or to stand on a stage or to write out my thoughts. So today's guest is not only a contributor to the podcast, she's also a dear friend. And I'm happy to introduce you to Jenny Frankel. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Landscape Nerd Podcast. From a different angle. Yeah. I mean, quite literally, we're on the floor. <laughs> yeah, we're recording in our my family's guest room on the floor. Which is so comfortable. And it feels like home. Yes. So we have Jenny visiting here in Cleveland. She's still visiting. Yeah, she's still visiting. I've the been visit that never ends. I know it's gonna say you've been, <laughs> you've been here what three times this year? Yeah. And Three is a lucky number, actually. Now that I think about it, you do everything in threes when you want to like have. I mean, well, when you want to have good luck with what you're doing intentionally, like doing things in threes is very good. I wow, love we that. already started. I know we already started. I was like, <laughs> with a story. let's go. <laughs> with um, this is a very special episode <laughs> uh, because Jenny is someone who like, we started off as like business and then turned into very much so friendship. And it's been really awesome. So I'm really glad to be able to highlight the work that we do together. So it's not just, you know, highlighting one thing. And I don't know, it's a very holistic thing. It's like it's a story of us. Yeah. In a way. And we're storytellers. And I think that that's something that, I mean, we'll talk about in a bit, but like what might have had us gravitate towards one another is like the storytelling aspect is. Definitely. You are, you are a storyteller. Uh, I'm accepting that now, but you've been a big part of that. Of like, where I'm like, I kind of just want to do this like nerdy thing that like no one, I don't know. I don't know if anyone really cares. And then you're like, Macy, they care. <laughs> I'm like, what? They're what out there. <laughs> yeah so yeah so this is a bit of like our story but just not just but it also talks about how our work is amplified by each other and how collaborating this unexpected collaboration has led to so many great things that I think it's important for the audience to see how there are these two fields that we never probably would have thought of on our own to bring together and how it's really amplified you know 
the work of landscape architecture and ourselves, I think, as people and friends. And it starts with us. It does start with us. It starts with us. It definitely feels like that. Um, what what are the combos that you would have expected to know oh, yeah. in life? And like from where I stand with PR, I'd even know that landscape architecture could be a profession that or an industry that I can collaborate with. So I think our relationship and our work is a testament of like when two well-intentioned people from well-intentioned industries, right, get the work done, but get it done right. Mm. And also bring community together at the same time, build community without, you know, having to say that you're going to build community. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, side note, that, yeah, that, that is what been a little bit of a gripe of mine is like people would be like, we're building community. And I'm like, I feel like you're not supposed to have to say it. Like, but that's just me. Right. I don't know. Right. I just, so then like, yeah, connecting with you helped me understand that you can build community in this very intuitive. Yeah, no, building community. It's, it's very, it's nice to be intentional about it and like do it authentically. So I am honored and grateful that I've been a part of, you know, your podcast from behind the scenes to help you find and like, retain but also educate and engage with your community because it exists it exists now they're listening right now <laughs> they're, they're here welcome again <laughs> hi so good to have you here well let's start uh to tell people about let can you introduce yourself and what you do True. and that way we can start talking about how we met and how this all came to be yeah for sure um again i like i mentioned it earlier but for the listeners i am super honored to be a part of this uh not something that one thinks of when they're so involved in in the behind the scenes aspect so i'm just touched <laughs> that this is coming through to someone's feed right now <laughs> or stream right yeah however rather. yeah download all those things but i think yeah, yeah, yeah. you being here is important and We'll get into why I'm a little bit embarrassed of like, oh, it took me this long to get to get Jenny on the podcast. But yes, it's okay. Please introduce yourself. It's it's so much more special that we can do it together to yeah. in your space and like Aww. after being so welcomed and like so intertwined into like you know what you value in that way. But okay, so I'm Jenny Frankel. <laughs> I am the founder of Intuitive PR and I'm also brand manager at Anova Furnishings. I have been in PR communications for a little under 10 years, maybe like seven to eight years, but I had ASA as a client and that's what really introduced me to landscape architecture. So uh, we'll talk about that later, but um, I'm just passionate about elevating the industry and, you know, explaining and and educating on the benefits of landscape architecture but also showing landscape architects and designers and and you know folks in the industry that they need to be celebrated and that they need representation and that you matter oh. you are a big part of our lives and we're yeah. some of us a lot of us are not even aware of it yes and that was i think you were the first person i think that i'd met who was outside of the industry right who, when just talking about the work we do, got it, right? Like, I didn't have to do the whole, we're not landscapers. <laughs> and like, we are, you know, like we spend a lot of time at desks or a lot of the stuff we do is thought oriented. And yeah. that's, it's a design <laughs> thing, you know, but also implement it. And you were like, yes, I know. And then you were the first person I met who was like, and the way that this place that I adore made me feel was like this and I'm like holy crap she gets it <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> she, she got it 
<laughs> You've seen me when I introduce myself to other uh, folks in the industry. I'm like, I'm a big fan. Big <laughs> yeah, fan. you are. You are like Lindsay Park Jenkins' biggest that? fan. Yeah. Who says that to you all? Honestly, I want yeah. to know because I mean, I as someone that is just like a connoisseur of culture in general, like I have always loved media entertainment, but also mm. just like being a fan of things yeah i just the same way that you are the landscape nerd i'm just i'm the fan yeah i am the super fan all around oh i guess i never really thought about that because you definitely <laughs> are like the greatest fan that anyone could ever ask for with like also the people that you know and the people you connect with and you do so in a very like adoring but safe and healthy yeah. way that you yeah. are like a genuine fan and it's felt Thank you. I never, I didn't put that together until now, but you are, you are an excellent aha moments are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that was something that I recognized when I first started working with landscape architects or just like with people through ACLA. I was like, oh my God, I am genuinely fangirling over all of these designers, all of all the people that I had to highlight on social media or whatever it was. I was genuinely like, I want to be that person's friend or I want to lift that person up or do they even know how dope they are? So when I went to Labash and we met, um, we should talk about what Labash is. Oh yes. So Labash conference. Do you want to talk about it? Um, so it's the landscape architecture bash and it's a conference put on and for students of landscape architecture. And so it happens every year and it's hosted by a different school every year. And it was actually my very first conference for landscape architecture. And this happened after grad school because grad school was such a like intense experience. And I was a brand spanking new mom. And like, I didn't, I didn't know about these kind of gatherings. Did you even know what networking was? Not, I mean, I knew because of like, just in general knowing how it worked but i didn't know that's where it was happening right it was just not something i had the capacity for at the time so afterwards though so 2021 right is that is that when we met it was 22 sorry you're right yeah it was 22 22. so labash 2022 yeah Yeah. and did you have networking opportunities before labash like did your programs i mean I, I feel like I, that was a really bad way to position the question. Like, do you know what networking is? <laughs> yeah, right. Of course, because our schools will, hopefully, our schools will try to have us meet one another to understand what it means to network. So like mm-hmm. in PR communications, networking is like the way to get yourself known too. Right. For a PR person to go in and make connections is like our currency. So oh. you going to Labash for the first time, that's like that that's a big thing too because it's you know it's the first time you're exposing yourself yes. to audiences and so you were on a panel yeah with other podcasters yes who are you know also um brilliant and divine was there too mm-hmm. and, and graciela from uh-huh. the green side and these were all platforms that i saw from the pr perspective so for me these were like big names and i was super <laughs> franning and i was like oh my gosh, these are media platforms and these are media platforms within landscape architecture. And I didn't even know that that was a thing. So when I found out about you first, I was like, I want to be your friend. <laughs> and Divine, I want to be your friend. And I'm like, I gotta, I need to make these connections. We need to network. At the same time, I was ending my time with ASLA through the PR firm that I was working for. 
So I wanted to like, I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to leave these folks. I love these folks and I'm not leaving. <laughs> kind of like literally Leonardo DiCaprio and Wall of, Wall, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, <laughs> I'm not leaving. And I saw Macy at the lunch buffet. <laughs> I say that some of my most wonderful connections with people have been over like waiting for food. And this is not a lie. I like between in that same time frame with Divine, because I met her at Labash as well, and with you, two extremely significant bonds in my life. <laughs> We've been waiting for food. And this is really funny now in hindsight that this was your first conference. Mm, yeah. And this was this is my first student organized ever conference. Um in the PR world, we we don't we have a student conference, but it's not in the same dynamic where like the students organize it and you know we're really rooting for students and like it, I haven't been to our PR student conferences mm -hmm. so I can't talk too much mm -hmm. about it but I don't imagine that the same um, energy of like connection is there. I will say it was a it was incredible to see how much support there was for students and to see like the professors and the educators and even like vendors and people who are just in the industry wanting to know each and every student and wanting to be like you know we want you yeah. to be you and to be in that space it's like i was so pleasantly surprised i didn't have many expectations you both yeah. actually because i was like what this is how much we care about students here i, I know love that. i know and students care about each other yeah i love that and i was yeah. like and the students i think that was a big thing is i was invited right i didn't I was like, this is cool. I don't know if I'm, re I'm not ready, right? Same thing, like, I'm not ready for this. Um, and so I didn't apply to be a speaker. And then one of the organizers, shout out to Maddie, because she's just, she saw something in me that I didn't see at all. And she- Yeah, Maddie. You know, and she messaged me. She's like, hey, just curious uh, <laughs> if you are interested in submitting for this. And I'm like, yeah. she's like, yeah, I think it'd be really great. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so and that, yeah, we ended up on a panel. That's together. amazing too. I I probably wouldn't. I mean, I, I think I saw the landscape nerd floating around yeah. when I was managing social media for ESLA, but like it wasn't something that I was heavily investigating like I did when I found out about the green side because the green side actually um, was press at mm -hmm. the ESLA yes, conference right, in 22. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm familiar with this. So it was like very interesting for me to see more platforms. And that's where, you know, this idea of networking is so interesting to me and like talking about it now because this was a student organized conference a lot of networking they're probably very nervous yeah. <laughs> we're also nervous yes. <laughs> me trying to stay within this profession and trying to find you know the people that align they're gonna hear and see how much i care about it but also people that i hear and see that need the boost so yeah. cue back to this buffet line <laughs> i approach macy and i'm like Psst, <laughs> so you guys mentioned something you and design mentioned something about uh you know putting together maybe an organization or like a group of, of folks who like want to study or um kind of like use communications more as a tool mm -hmm. or even if it's just like representation within the profession um communicators that are landscape architects or landscape architects interested in communications methods coming together to promote the profession or just right. to uplift and, and, and get representation. And so I have this vision that, okay, I'm going to approach Macy and Divine. We're going to create this organization together mm -hmm. or this coalition of landscape architecture communicators, and we're going to uplift the profession. Yeah. <laughs> you, 
you really did. You had that. And then I remember. Uh, and Divine was just like, she was picking food and she was like, okay, I'm interested. What's happening? And I, I, I'm really fortunate that Divine was there because I don't, you used a lot of words that I had not um, ever associated words. with myself. Even you were like a platform or people saying like, you're being communicators. And I was like, I legitimately just thought I was this person who created a podcast it took me over a year to understand I would be considered press for anything. Yeah. And then let alone journalist or like a writer. Like I didn't understand any of that. But Divine, because she was there and she was just more keyed in and understood that she actually translated what you were proposing <laughs> to me like hours later. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's what that means? Like, oh, she wants to do what now? And then I'll be like, we said that? <laughs> you know? Um, so it was... While I love our connection, it wouldn't, I don't think with my understanding of what you do, <laughs> I would have gone anywhere. I was just like, okay. Yeah. No, Sounds it's good. And also in that same time period, like I met the folks at Anova, and it was just like this really instilling conference that I confirmed to myself that I do not want to leave the professional mm -hmm. landscape architecture because I was so empowered by you folks. Like the passion. <laughs> the passion and um you know the the intentions behind the work that i see and you know the just just the conversations that landscape mm -hmm. architects have or the industry folks in the industry have is just so empowering and so full of passion that i was like nope nope over my dead body <laughs> i am not leaving well could you explain then a little bit about what it was you were observing because like i said you were one of the first people who i saw who wasn't in the in the industry who understood what the industry did without without having to be you like self-educated so um i grew up in new york city and in brooklyn specifically and um, i did grow up by a boardwalk and like an ocean front so i did have some kind of nature on me but you know my playground was very very much a concrete playground and jungle and um, I didn't have that same connection to nature that I feel like I would have had if I, you know, grew up somewhere with a lot more trees or a lot more, you know, design spaces or intentionally designed spaces. Eventually, I moved over to the Prospect Park area and it was pandemic and it was a very rough time. And I was volunteering at the Museum of Public Relations and, you know, understanding representation, understanding communications, understanding communicating benefits. And I was just like, in my own world, trying to figure out who I am as a professional and what I'm passionate about and who I want to work for, um, which was in hindsight, this like internal conflict of like, who do I want to do PR for? Mm -hmm. <laughs> actually, yeah, you're like, who actually I, deserves? Now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was um, impacted by the chaos of pandemic in New York. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us were shut inside and isolated amongst a lot of people, ironically, but like not healthy like yeah. it wasn't healthy to be so tucked in together and not have that like space to truly heal and so um i started forcing myself to take walks in prospect park and growing up in brooklyn and in the late 90s early 2000s it wasn't a very safe place to hang out in so i had never <clears throat> excuse me really ventured through the park but since pandemic we had a bigger appreciation for outdoor spaces People were actually crowding parks. People were crowding hiking trails. I couldn't walk down the boardwalk from March 2020 to June 2020 before I went west. And like, 
not see crowds of people on the beach, not see crowds of people walking the boardwalk. I would actually start doing walking meditations where I identified, okay, I'm looking at a bunch of trees or, oh my gosh, now I'm passing by the lake or now I'm passing by this. And I was like a lot more in touch with the nature there and healing, actively healing from all the chaos and drama. And, you know, I quit drinking at the same time. So it was like a lot of chaos. And this was 2020 going into 2021. Then a few months later, after I've experienced Prospect Park um, and kind of just been a little bit more conscious about the world around me, we get the call at the <laughs> Museum of PR that we have this upcoming client and it's ASLA. And it was amazing because it was my first ever like big account, but it was also the answer to my question of who do I want to do PR for? Yeah. And it was just insane <laughs> learning everything that came with it. Okay, Olmsted is like, his father of landscape architecture and whatever comes with that is is that but then i started to see my home my mm -hmm. city as like this special birthplace of like this beautiful profession and then i just started to you know my mind went crazy with these spaces actually heal people these spaces are also healing the world in general whether it's the planet through um sustainable design forward design all of that and just nature-based solutions and all that i just start my mind exploded with the possibilities <laughs> of stories and good news because the news was always negative mm -hmm. yeah especially during that time i mean 2020 2021 the last four years yeah Oof. <laughs> almost four years right yeah. like since lockdown it's been chaos yeah and it's been one thing after another what are we you know what are we coping with <laughs> what are we coping from this time or like what you know and the outdoors was always there and folks that intentionally design those spaces to heal us they're there and they're not being celebrated mm -hmm. and so that was another thing of, of switch that flipped in me is oh my gosh like landscape architects and folks in the profession that are designers don't have this level of confidence that i started seeing in other industries i won't name mm -hmm. them but i just noticed that there was a lack of celebration and a lack of confidence in this industry and it became my mission <laughs> yeah. to inspire and to empower folks in landscape architecture to celebrate themselves and to be mindful and proud of what they're designing and who they're designing for, who they're impacting. I love all your words. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But I, I, want, I don't know if you remember that you shared this with me. And this is the thing that made me understand. Oh, it's a part of the reason that made me understand that you got it was you were like, I walked around Prospect Park during like a really tough time listening to Phantom of the Opera. Oh my gosh, that story. <laughs> and <laughs> to me, I was like, that was one of the most personal ways to experience landscape is like you decided that you were going to take your own world. Yeah. Right. The like headphones and all. Yep. And take it with you into a space that can be shared, but at the same time can be all your own. Yep. And I was like, that is what landscape architecture is about to me is like your story, your experience is yeah. just as valid and as beautiful and as rich as you need it to be. Thank you. And I thought that was really cool. And you were like, yeah, that's oh, what sure. I did. And you like kind of stared, you had like a thousand yard stare when you were telling me that. And I was like, oh, that's real. That's like, oh, uh... I was living in it. <laughs> yeah, you were like, we went back there. Yeah. Yeah, because it was so funny too. Now that you mentioned it, thank you for remembering that and bringing that up. I actually vividly remember walking through, they have this um, part of Prospect Park that is like full of busts of, um, I guess, creative folks of our times, you know, artists, musicians, 
all these folks are just chilling there mm -hmm. they're bus mm -hmm. and i'm listening to phantom of the opera and i'm walking around and i see beethoven and i'm like oh snap <laughs> this is a synchronicity and that was also the same time and i don't think this is by accident like all at the same time i'm leaning into spirituality and i'm leaning into numerology and i'm leaning into like all these things that are you know part of the universe and part of the synchronicities that we experience and it was just synchronicity upon synchronicity mm. and only when asli came into the picture did i understand yeah why i was experiencing these things in a park yeah in an outdoor space and like i kind of experienced the same thing on hiking trails too mm. if um you know if if i just kind of was like lost in myself and i needed to either meditate if it was walking meditation or sit down and meditate on a hiking trail like i i saw synchronicities and i felt the magic of the space too yeah. so getting lost in my own world, bringing my world to the space, but also allowing the space to influence my world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it becomes this collaboration that you didn't even know was happening. And I think that is... And there's so many layers. Yeah. There's yeah. so many, uh, but beyond even like the intentionality of the space, but the science, mm. the fact that this profession has to consider so many different components yeah all the systems that we are thinking about environmentalists and physicists and you know yeah, geologists yeah. and all of, like all, all the ists that you can think of those are crazy <laughs> in a good way yeah <laughs> in a good way yeah in a good way and i think that's also part of the reason why we connected especially with my platform is that i understand there's so much to explore in that like i have my version but there's so many ways people are practicing like you said olmstead you understood where his work was and and where it started and what it, he was known for but even then i've heard you talk about other places you, you started to understand a lot about like indigeneity here and yeah. what indigenous like building practices were and how bringing that back is becoming present in just like in sustainable design but you're able to recognize that and see this history that i knew was there but i was like i don't no one was talking about it so i was just like i thought we all just kind of knew and then you're like no they don't know and i'm gonna tell them <laughs> and i'm gonna help the people who are educating me tell them and and just to go on with your like fangirling but you're also like an educator in that way too like uh, yeah i was yeah. just thinking i don't shut up about it to my friends <laughs> yeah, really everyone that knows me now knows landscape architecture anyone that i went on a date with <laughs> since 2021 <laughs> knows about landscape architecture and i mean <laughs> that's an inside look into my personal life but seriously <laughs> i there wasn't a person that i wouldn't meet after acquiring asa as a client that i would be like hey hey you see that you see that in the middle of the city you see that waterfront you see that that's landscape architecture and it just it was word vomit for me i could not stop talking to people but interestingly enough too i and i, I said this to you earlier today uh an aha hindsight moment is that i would take all of my friends that visited new york city on these like so-called landscape architecture tours in hindsight now that i think about it they i was conducting landscape architecture tours in new york city between the high line and walking the brooklyn bridge and walking to brooklyn bridge park and like checking out all these like beautifully designed spaces and little island was being constructed mm -hmm. and then i got to collaborate with sydney nielsen yeah. on a campaign through asla and it was just these like full circle moments of I was always the super fan, but now it's actually helping someone mm -hmm. and it's actually motivating someone to be just as proud of themselves or just as excited about their work or just as appreciative of, you know, the work that they 
get to do and the impact that they make. Yeah. Because what I also learned from my first ASLE conference was that landscape architects, landscape designers, people within the industry know know what they're doing. Like they you guys know that you're cool and you you're smart and like <laughs> do I know, we? right? Like Wait. these bare minimum words. I'm sorry. I have I have better, more elaborate words, but like folks knew that they were doing these big projects but no one i don't know validated how important that work was maybe or no one shined the light and said we need to celebrate and exemplify this work mm-hmm. and i started to draw this um well i started to just see this pattern of like there's not con- there's no confidence or there's a lack of confidence rather let me let me change there's a <laughs> yeah, lack of yeah. confidence and there's a lack of uh, celebration and i think a lack of access like i don't think a lot of people would have thought of public relations as a form of communication that could amplify the industry. And I think there we've proven that that's wrong, right? That it's definitely a combination that works together. But I think that the appearance of a lack of confidence comes from a naturally super collaborative industry. Like we're always working with so many people that it's who it is whoever gets to the public first right like if true yeah you know if a architect gets you know the has access to like pr they're going to be the ones who get the most messaging out there and it doesn't mean that the landscape architect architect wasn't as important or wasn't as a part of the project but it's what people hear it's what people see and so that Absolutely. is and that is something that i don't think we are as aware of because we're focusing so much on that design as you've explained there's so much that we have to consider we're focusing on that right and and so you know until we get to the business side of things which doesn't happen for a lot of people for a long time you don't start to think about what your brand is doing and how the public is seeing you so and i'm going to give a a a free nugget of uh, pr advice to the audience um you mentioned like, okay, architects might think of, you know, hiring a PR person or PR firm. Architects also etch their name into the side of a building. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that. We don't have a Y'all like. Y'all don't like write your name in the sand or like <laughs> yes, yes. rocks in the, you know, rock gardens that, you know, spell out the name of the firm. But maybe that's something that we need to start thinking of is how do we put representation visibly into the spaces that you create? Yeah that was another thing that and and this is this might be an episode of just like uncovering (laughs) (laughs) where we might be lacking in you know this representation of landscape architectures because the same tactics that other industries that like have all of that recognition utilize is not being thought of in these spaces yeah and you know i've walked past new york city parks where someone else's name is listed so for example, I'll walk past a park in New York City and you know there's always a big sign that has you know construction listed and all that, but there's never a design firm mentioned. I don't I don't see anything about landscape architecture mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. on signs. Yes. And I think it's something that I've started to see change a little bit, right? Hopefully. You know, and, and I encourage more of that. And you've been a big part of like encouraging getting our names out there you you mentioned being behind the scenes a lot yeah, and i try to yeah. i try to highlight you whenever i can they're being like this is jenny and this is what she does um but we started off as yeah i met you at labash and you proposed this idea that i had to get translated and i understood what it was <laughs> and i remember actually like the green side 
podcast, Divine, and myself, we all met up uh, virtually later. And we we're like, so Jenny was talking about this thing and we should like email her we think and like we were all so nervous about it because to, to us you were this like uber professional not that you still are like you absolutely are but you were this uber professional i'm not <laughs> <laughs> that we were like how do we collaborate on what we would do wrote like wrote it out and then we sent it to you and we didn't hear anything back for a while right I was, and i was very depressed because i, I didn't have a SLA. yeah you're, you had to i lost the last few architects <laughs> so and i just remember thinking like oh well, that's just how it goes. And again, not understanding how communications really works. But then, you know, I think a few weeks later, you had emailed back. I remember I was in Denver on a trip and I got your email. And I remember just kind of like jumping up and down. I was like, oh, there's, she responded. And like, it was super positive. And you were like, absolutely, we can do this. And then not only that, right? Like, so then we started to kind of, we've met as a group a couple times to say, this is what we would like to do. And you gave us a ton of ideas, you know, about just how we could start changing our messaging, changing a post or things that we could post about, you know, on our social media platform. And then I had one, I don't know what happened. Was I sad? Was I happy? Was I, was I bolstered? I don't know. But all the emotions. All the emotions. <laughs> um, but I just remember being very aware through you that this could be real, like that I could... You sent me an email yep. separately. Yep, and I so sent you. <laughs> I was starting into the PR in terms of like putting together all of the, um, you know, the creative, what the messaging would be for my own brand. And I was also very ambitious and was like, hey, I need to start exp creating experience with especially landscape architects. I was like, I need to stay in the space that makes me happy. And so when I wrote back to you guys, I was like, yes, let's go. I'm starting this business. I'll do this pro bono. And it, it, it was just all like so aligned. Mm -hmm. Everything happened in perfect timing. I think. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> excellent timing. And then yes, you emailed so, me separately. Yes. And then I remember being like, be brave, Macy. <laughs> and I told you everything. I was like, it was I... the sweetest message. It made <laughs> me cry. Please. <laughs> oh, yeah. You did Can we, we should probably pull it up and read it. <laughs> oh, no. no. You go, you go. Um, I remember <laughs> saying like, I want to do this. Like I want to create a message for other landscape architects so that they don't have to go through some of the painful things that I went through, but also to highlight a lot of stories that go untold. That was my big thing. And I was like, I can see there being more episodes. I can see there being speaking engagement. I could see there being a book. Like I had this vision that I had never thought for myself before ever. And then you saying like, just just as like a nonchalant thing you know in one of these group meetings just being like you know yeah and then you could talk to so-and-so i'm like i never in a million years thought i would ever be able to sit and talk to like virginia burke understanding that like you saw people as accessible and as connections where i was operating from this point of like people being untouchable and not wanting to listen to me and you mentioned that lack of confidence i very much so embodied that i was like there's no way and you came in seeing it from the outside being like oh no absolutely like no you can do this yeah let's, let's figure this out and yeah. it was it was amazing and then you had enough confidence for everybody is what <laughs> which is so ironic <laughs> because i like i don't always i never always had the same confidence for myself it was yeah. more like i'm passionate about the work that i want to do and uplifting yeah. you know be a voice for the voiceless maybe or just like just uplift in general, yeah. right? So just to have your email <laughs> in itself, like it made me cry. It was like, I remember it saying, I really want to do this and I believe in this vision and I really want to do this with you. And yeah. I believe that like you can help me truly. And that just like, 
that validation of like you are so good at what you do yes. it was kind of that re like reciprocation of i was fangirling i was super fanning over an industry and i got that like little like yes we love you too back you know like the one person that yells back after someone screaming anybody right. <laughs> there's anybody out like, there me little lonely and the divine and then, you know just that like yeah that snowball effect almost but like i i'm so touched i'm so pleased and i can't believe that i'm more than pleased but i'm just like i'm so grateful that we were brought together in that oh, respect yeah. and that you trusted me with your brand <laughs> yeah but i didn't know that's what i was doing at the time i mean it couldn't have happened any better i just didn't Absolutely. know that's what was going on i'm like oh i think like totally. you turned uh the landscape nerd into a brand i think it's like that's kind of the like oh what God. i'm trying to say is like <laughs> the way we work together i didn't know that's what it was or what it could be and now i understand that there's a power in that like a genuine authentic uh power that is not rooted in you know it's rooted in you first of all oh. like you make up you so for folks that make their own brand that somehow embodies their personality so the landscape nerd is you right it's your yeah, authentic yeah, self yeah right. and you were not being like your name and your authentic self on the visible side like yeah. on the public facing side you were just the landscape nurse but yeah. you still channeled yourself through that personality so your brand is you mm -hmm. you're rooted yeah you created <laughs> yeah. this brand you Heard. are the root <laughs> Heard. Heard. root Heard. of Heard. this tree of this branding tree yes yeah. um so yeah. it was just a matter of reflecting back to you the beauty that I saw in the stories that you were telling and the connections that you were making, the impact that you had on folks. And I mean, being with you in San Francisco at that ASLA conference and watching people come up to you <laughs> as, you know, the celebrity that you are. No, no, God. <laughs> no, but this is, you know, public figure. Fine, let me put yeah. it that way. Um, right. It's something that, I mean, Macy and I have been working on since day one is like, you are now a public figure. <sighs> And you are going to inspire people and, you know, being confident and genuine and authentic is just going to make it a much more bigger success. Because if you believe in who you are and you believe in the message that you, that you are giving to people, then that just, not only are you empowering yourself, you're empowering them too. You're going to make me When cry. you believe in yourself. Oh, God. Believe in yourself first. <laughs> oh, man. Jenny. <laughs> Woo. No, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. No, of um, course. I know we can keep on talking for hours just because that's who we are, but we, yeah, we'll, we'll pause here. And then I can't wait to hear what the audience has to say about what they think about, you know, the fact that there is a, a strategy, there's an approach to messaging for landscape architecture that isn't um, the same as what you might see from an architect or from civil engineers that we have another way of telling the story of landscape architecture. So I can't wait to hear what they have to say. And then I want to yeah. have you back and then we can like answer those questions. But thank you for introducing yourself to the audience that you've been, you've known and I've been aware of on like even the most intimate. I know path. you. Yeah, you know all the you people. You know me. Yeah, exactly. You've been definitely this like behind the scenes person that I am so excited to My have Brooklyn you. accent just came out. I heard that. I heard that. You don't know no, me. You I do love your Brooklyn accent. So. Oh, thanks. All right. Well, All right. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, thank this you is so, so much, fun. much for being here. <laughs> and I can't wait to be back soon. But all right. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Jenny, for coming on to the show. It was great to have you here. So what did you think? Well, do you think that there's more potential here that we just aren't seeing? If you are a designer or a firm owner or, you know, 
an educator, do you see where our public relations can be improved? Because I I would love that kind of insight and to help, you know, someone who has a public platform, try to implement some things, do a test round, you know, see how some of this could work and benefit our industry. Because I'm thinking that it goes beyond public relations as in, you know, designers to the public and users of the space. It also might be about communicating with each other. I do a lot of that, being able to connect with other people in the the industry is really important so we can help amplify each other's work but those are just some preliminary thoughts i really want to hear what you think send me a message on either instagram at the landscape nerd or an email at the landscape nerd at gmail.com if you want to reach out to jenny you can email her at intuitive relations pr at gmail.com she's also on instagram as intuitive pr some quick updates I am having a couple of speaking engagements coming up in the next month or so. Definitely keep your eyes open for that if you follow me on Instagram. I'm going to try to be better about sending emails. So if you find your way over to thelandscapenerd.com and sign up to subscribe to the mailing list, you'll get an initial email and then you'll notice I never emailed after that. I'm trying to be better. I want everyone to know what's going on, but it there's a lot and I, I'm working on that. Maybe that's something I'm going to try to improve for 2024. But yes, it's it's great to be back behind the microphone and talking to you all. So keep nerding out, keep learning new things, and I will talk to you soon. <laughs>